Oh, fuck. What? What 10 forward is this? 15. Thank you. 15. Welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, 10 forward number 15. What? We didn't announce this one either. Total Recall. That's that's why I did Guten Tag, because that's also how they say hello in Austria, I think. I hope. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they they speak German there, so would would, would that would track. Yeah. Also, the Guten Tag comes out better than the hello in terms of just punching me in the face. So. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do a big punchy Guten Tag. Like, it's not as... You'll find a way, Chris. If anyone mm. will find a way, it's you. I'm like life. So we're doing Total Recall, you say? Yes, yes. That's exciting. The That's a great movie. 1980 film. 90. 1990. 1990. Mm-hmm. The 1990 action film directed by Paul Verhoeven of Robocop fame. Dun, 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 I am a robot I wish... He had brought back Basil Polidaros, but we'll get to that. Based any of that means loosely on the Philip K. Dick novella or novel, I can't remember which. We can novella. remember it. Short novella. story. Short story. We Very can remember. We can remember it for you wholesale. Uh, in in the film, uh, Arnold plays Quaid, a guy with a menial construction job who dreams of going to Mars, and you're like, ah, it's dumb. And then he goes to Recall, spelled with a K for some reason. And are, like, are you synopsizing before we've introduced ourselves, Chris? Oh, yeah, who fuck are you guys? Am. Why am I here? Ah, who the fuck are you? Do I, uh, do I know I, you? I, I, no, this I, is not I, a game of who the fuck are you. I am Chris. This is Ames. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jake. And I'm Liz. Great. Liz is Gasp. back. Hooray, hello, Liz. You're not rid of me yet. Fuck. So, yeah, so Arnie goes to recall, and they're like, we'll, we'll implant dreams of a Mars vacation where you're a secret agent. And then maybe he is, maybe he isn't, because then they're like, oh no, he's already had his memory played with at some point. It's making him go all wacky. And then his buddy from the construction site is all, I gotta kill you now, because you're remembering things. He he flees to Mars, and, and uh, Angelico slash that dude from Robocop is there. And he basically owns all the air and the mining concerns. And there's some sort of secret deep within Mars that could loosen his grip on power. And the it secret turns out, is tits. Tits. I thought we weren't synopsizing. What yeah, the hell's happening? I, I, she said to do a sentence and then I fucked up. And then you did a, a, a page. Yes. And then, you know, there's action scenes and mutants and Arnie pushes a button and Mars gets insta-terraformed. Cool. There's lots of eyeballs popping out of heads and shit. I am a cop. I am a Robocop. Fun fact, actually, they were planning a sequel, yes. which they would have loosely adapted from the story that would become Minority Report. Yeah. Mm. And would have, uh-huh. if they had done the original stories, it would have involved Jonathan Frakes in some way. Really? <gasps> yeah. Huh. Interesting. That Total Recall 2. 
I would much rather I mean, have Jonathan Frakes than fucking Tom Cruise or whoever it is in Minority Report. Tom Cruise is a way better actor than Jonathan Frakes. Who is? Tom Cruise. No way. You think you think Jonathan Frakes, who played Captain Riker on Star Trek The Next Generation, and who played Tom Riker on another on Star Trek The Next Generation and one episode of this stupid show. Uh <laughs> You think that guy, that actor, who also played the fat guy in uh, Picard? Star Trek Picard? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I, the I fat, thought the fat the fat pizza parlor owner from Star Trek Picard. Wow! I, I, I thought you were. Can gonna, I get a you a pie? <laughs> I thought you were going to be referring to Cruz's character from Tropic Thunder. These are these are homegrown tomatoes. Forget about it. So you think that guy is a better actor than Tom Cruise? Yeah, that's, sure. Why not? That's rough. Uh, I, he was also David Zanatos in Gargoyles. That's hard yeah. Disagree. Take that and suck on it, Jake. He was also the host of Beyond Belief. Fact that's true. He had lots of questions to ask you about your personal life. So many. Life. <laughs> so many. You all seen him on, like, what is it, Half Speed, where he yeah. sounds yes. drunk and fucked? Have I mentioned that before? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, this has nothing to do Sorry, with Total I'm just, Recall. I'm just thinking of that now, and I can't stop. <sighs> Total Recall has a lot of Star Trek actors on it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does. Jellico. They're just popping out of everywhere. Picardo. Huh? Yeah, Picardo's he was a, in it. He was Robert a robot Picardo. cab driver. Yeah, he yeah. was the voice of Johnny, Johnny cab. cab. Johnny Cab. I am a Johnny. I am a cab. Mark Alamo showing up in this. <laughs> yeah, Mark oh, yeah. Alamo, with full on himself. swagger involved. Got we never the, see what happens to his character, do we? No, I don't think we do. He yeah. just kind of vanishes, and I, I was so sad. I think he gets away with it. Yay! Yeah. As he should. Uh, and Sonia Gomez, that, right? Is our Sonia gal Gomez with the titties? titties? Yep. Yep. We have the guy, the guy with the with the finger game, uh, Strategium Roy or whatever. Roy Brocksmith. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, where was he? He was, he was the, the doctor, Doctor Edgemar. The guy that that oh, the wow. Quaid shot in the head. Okay. Wow. Oh, the guy who like goes in with him and is trying to like convince him that it's not real. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. And then Benny, he's going to show up in DS Nine later. Hmm. Yeah, we haven't Benny? seen him yet. Benny the cab driver. Benny the cab driver. The cab oh, driver. cool. He's got five mouths to feed. And then for that matter, I noticed that Jerry Goldsmith uh, does a score for Total Recall. He's done a bit of work with. Star Trek. Who, was that a, he was did that a sad Star side? Trek's one by Jerry Goldsmith is an amazing composer. He was having an off week when he did this. I didn't I was mind so it. I'm so disappointed. Mean, yeah, I, I, I noticed nothing wrong. So, yeah. See, I the didn't... problem is, I noticed it. It was, I felt the music during all the action scenes was too loud and a little too like happy action music not tense action like it was really distracting i was happy about the action you know what i mean though is like it just it felt totally wrong in a way i can't adequately express but do you think that might be deliberate though Mm. yeah you're probably right liz because i mean we're left wondering the whole time whether or not this is real like or if this is you know and uh a a crafted adventure maybe maybe he meant to strike an adventurous tone I was expecting a whole lot more of the is this real element to come into play in this movie because we get that one really great scene with Dr. Edgemar who swoops in and says, you're actually in the recall offices. You're not here. I'm not here. Your wife's not here. We're just trying to make sure that you get out of this safely because you're, you're you know, basically on a table in danger of, of dying from this thing that's happening because this isn't real. And 
like that doesn't really come back an awful lot. Yeah, not until the we very end. We just shoot end. the guy, and that's I'm, it. I, I'm honestly fine with that. No, I love shit like that though, because that's I know, and I know it's it's very Philip K. Dick, but oh god, I, it is. But I'm super okay with that because it's like my bread and butter. It was like you know, is life real? Are you you? Are you actually a, a spy? And is has this life been written for you, or is this just your life? It's yeah. it's really cool stuff. I think um, that the film sort of the mistake they make is that before he goes to recall. His wife and that coworker are already giving him like meaningful glances when he's not looking at them when he's talking mm. about Mars. Hmm. Yeah, they kind of like, they kind of take out some of that ambiguity. Yeah, I feel uh, like you leave I that. Disagree. You leave that out if you want to remain ambiguous. I think. Mm. I mean, at first I thought about that because because I was like, oh wait, but we link, but the camera lingers on on what's her name after he le- after he you know goes to work. Sharon and, Stone. Yeah, sure. Uh, Lori, Lori Quaid. Yes, Lori. That's it. Oh, that's Sharon Stone. That's why she was familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's and great. you know, the camera lingers on her, and you see her expression change. I'm like, oh, okay, so that's points in favor. That's a pretty strong argument for reality. And I'm like, well, but in if we're talking like a like this, you know, these memories playing out as a sort of dream sequence, sort of sort of way, we you in you know in dreams, it's it's very possible to follow people who are not you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying he's at recall from the word go. It's entirely possible. Yes. Oh, that'd be really fun. I, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's the I only way that could work. Because otherwise, again, it's like, because theoretically, that's before, as far as we know, he's gone to recall. And that's my only problem with it. Like, not that they followed them, but the fact that they were already making faces like, oh, no, he's too interested in Mars. <laughs> or maybe mm. she's Although, just tired of her husband's shit. It's like, oh, God, he went on about Mars today. <laughs> well, the thing it was—it was less—it was less exasperation and more like, oh no, he said the secret word. Tony's gonna be pissed. She's probably just sick of hearing him going on about this beautiful woman he's in love with on Mars. Mm-hmm. If I was his wife, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, yeah, that's I think the that's, other that's thing that totally that removes the some of the ambiguity, but in the other direction is that you know when he's describing his dream woman at recall. It shows a picture of Melina on the screen. Mm. So that's theoretically before he went, you know, before he he went under the knife and got his brain implant. Yeah. So that is a point in favor of fantasy, you know, that she's just part of that simulation because he specifically designed her based on his uh, inputs to the questions. Yeah. Or like, I was starting to wonder if. Part of the problem was that the spy program was actually based on his actual work there. Like, it already was his memory, and that's why she was there. I mean, she she appears in his dream at the very beginning. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, don't they say that they implant you with, like, real memories, right? Well, Like, do they I, suck them no, out no, of someone they, else's head no, to slap No, because they didn't head, actually or, turn no. Mars into a... They didn't actually terraform Mars, right? No, the I think the idea is that it feels real. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it's like a video game. Hyper realistic video game. That is another thing that's easy to miss because they kind of like the scientist says it off screen as they're setting Arnie into the chair. You do hear him go, "Huh, ah, blue sky on Mars. That's a new one." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned uh, we can remember it for you wholesale, Chris. Have you read that one or no? I have not, but I did read a summary of it. Yeah, yeah, I read it this past week. It's really short. And honestly, not that good. 
which is which is it's really really superficial and i think the movie does a lot of interesting stuff with the ideas of the story because that's what philip k dick i think has a lot of really good ideas but i don't think this story had any substance at all so but the the ending is wildly different yes because the ending like they never even go to mars in the in the story it cuts off basically after he's come back from recall learned that people are after him now for spilling the spy secrets because there's a transmitter in, in his brain that's telling people what his thoughts are and his thoughts are huh i'm a spy interesting that's cool so the recall people track him down they come to an agreement because they know he can kill them because he's a spy with superhuman strength because he's arnold and they come to an agreement okay we'll just write it over with a different memory that that you really would like to have how about that we'll write it off and we'll make sure you don't remember any of this and everyone will will survive and the memory we'll give you is the one that apparently you've been repressing for a long time and that as a kid you really wanted to meet aliens and the aliens would make an agreement with you that they won't invade earth as long as you're alive and they're like okay we'll implant that memory and as they go to implant that memory they realize oh no that memory is real too we can't kill this guy because then aliens will invade so philip k dick because i i mean i've read we can remember for you wholesale but i've read do androids dream of electric sheep and i read a collection of his short stories he's a man with great ideas Mm -hmm. that needs someone else to make them good probably yeah yeah that's valid like blade runner is my go-to for when people say the book is always better than the movie and i go nope (laughs) nope blade runner is way better even, like, some of the really interesting ideas from Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep that didn't make it into Blade Runner made it into, and were done better, again, in the late 90s Blade Runner point-and-click game. Hmm. Are there ah. electric sheep? Um, actually, they do talk a bit more in the game about the fact that, like, uh, you know, since animals, real animals, are incredibly rare on Earth, like, there is a whole point about the fact that Real animals are super expensive and like a but sign of But they don't luxury. show the sheep is what I'm hearing. I th- Fuck this game! <laughs> don't remember. Two stars. Um, <laughs> Not enough sheep. But yes, I think in the book there is an actual electric sheep. Yeah, in the book I remember there being sheep. And in the movie I remember being really, really ups- uh, like offended by the lack of sheep. No, they didn't call they it. Didn't, so. Yeah, it's because they didn't call they, it doing it. They had an electric owl electric instead. Mm. What about the snake? Was the snake real? No, I think the snake was also a replicant. Yeah, no, because that was the whole he he was able to find out, find its manufacturer from a scale. But yeah, no, Dick has a lot of interesting ideas and also some horrifying ideas. Act there, there is this one story in the collection I have where it's basically like this massive anti-abortion screed, which on its own is oh, you've told us about this one before. Yeah, and like the whole premise is like. There wouldn't be abortions if not for women, because men would never let them happen. And it's like, okay, Phil, your last name is appropriate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think a lot the of the less... episodes of Virtual Dreams are pretty good. Mm. Yeah, but again, I feel like I don't know what most of those are even based on, but they're not. I'm sure they're very, very loosely based on on the stories. I doubt they're. Well, so is Total close. Recall. Yeah. Thank yeah. Goodness. True. Was it anybody else's first time seeing this film? It was you know, my father's a huge Schwarzenegger fan, so I've I saw this like when it first came out. It's been yeah. so long that literally pretty much all I remembered was the end scene. With the with the bulging eyes. 
Oh, yeah, okay. that 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 will scar a child and stick with them. Yeah, I was all, too young when all I saw of, this. Like, it's like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. All of the face horror moments, I was, mm. I remember being traumatized by as a kid, and what, and now I, this was my first time I think watching it in its entirety as an adult from start to finish, and I fucking love it, and I especially love all the facial horror stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's great because it's like, you know, they're they're all practical. Yeah. Yeah. Sculpts, and you know, some of them are better than others in terms of the realism of like. I feel like famously the Arnold sculpt that is under the the lady's yeah. head mm. is like horribly misshapen. It's a bit jank. But like they're just bad. they're so endearing. Yeah, it's not as bad as you were letting me to believe because you're like, oh, here it comes. I'm like, oh god, what's it gonna be? Oh, it's just a sculpture of Arnold's face. But it's really bad. It's, it's bad, but I was expecting it's like it Arnold's to look... face that got run over by a truck. It's fine. <laughs> He was just under a lady's face. He would look like, like that. I, I, yeah, I dropped this clay model on the floor. Can we still use it? <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. We're running out of time. We have to. <laughs> and it was funny for me, too, because I didn't remember that it was the same director as RoboCop, but I very quickly Hogan. picked up that it was, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. it's got a very similar tone. And I yeah. think... I think because in the in the short story, there's not a ton of, like, satirical moments, really. Well, so this movie has, like, you know, it's got the the elements on Mars where all these terrorists just show up and blow shit up just yeah. on a regular day. Yeah. And and all these, like, little elements that paint in the world that I think are fascinating. Mm-hmm. The news. I feel like I feel like Verhoeven especially, like, news mm. in his movies is oh, always, yeah. like, the sort of, like, just casually violent. It's just, I'd buy that there's, for there's a like, tongue-in-cheek there. Yes. Yeah, like, the media is, the like, media. a big thing for him, you know, because he does the same thing in, in Starship Troopers. Yes, you know, with like, so much. We're certainly going like to cover Starship Troopers soon. Now, that, yeah. one, that one I have actually never seen. I haven't either. Really? That's an amazing... That's, that's, that, I mean, no, RoboCop's my favorite of his, but Starship Troopers is probably a close second, and this is and this is a very close... They're all, third. yeah, they're all they're really all very fun. good. Yeah, I feel like um, Starship Troopers, like RoboCop, suffers from... Having sequels done by people who didn't get the point of the original mm. is my like. I feel like it's been yes. a bunch of spinoffs and yeah. like straight to video sequels that were like straight faced, not satirical. Yeah. yeah, and one one thing I found interesting, you know, because I've seen this movie dozens of times. I had the I even I uh, I remember one of the first DVDs I bought for myself was the DVD edition of Total Recall, and it was in a metal case. That was Mars, and it was round. It was a round case, oh, wow. which very while very cool, impractical. not a great, very impractical because it does not go on your DVD rack at all. Oh, no, um, so you keep that as a, on a on a display though. Yeah, but it was a very cool case. But anyway, um, you know, something that that I was kind of looking for this time, you know, well, it does have a lot of the hallmarks of Verhoeven, which you know, like you know, the media being a big part of the, you know how they do the exposition. Um, And then also like the violence, like it's got Mm -hmm. like, you know, that, that bright red blood that squirts out whenever somebody gets shot. Or they, or they blow up a rat or something. Yeah. And it's just, just, just just real great violence. But one thing like the satire is a lot either subtler or it's just not, it's not there as much, you know, like RoboCop is a biting satire of like, corporate greed and you know civic downfall yeah 
you know, and then Starship Troopers is, you know, the same thing, but with like jingoistic yeah. militarism and things like that. Whereas this is less, I feel like, uh, you know, like a political satire of as those ones are. And it's closer mm-hmm. to just being a straight up action adventure film. Yeah, that was definitely something I walked away thinking. Because again, like I, I had seen this, but not an extraordinarily long time. So just off the back of having watched RoboCop and knowing Starship Troopers by reputation, I was definitely surprised by like what felt like the sort of the definitely far less satire than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, yeah. also because the idea of huge corporations making loads of money at the detriment of people is like just real life. Yeah, that's just. I think that's the world we live in. It's hard to see satire amplified as much. Well, but that was that was part of the point of RoboCop too, but they still ran with it more, you know. I feel like it's a little more like yeah. I feel I feel like he, he, there's less of you know he's not sort of sticking a flag on it and hanging a lampshade and being like ah ah in yeah. the same way that he likes to in the same tongue in cheek way. But there's definitely he goes out of his way to say like to humanize you know the the quote unquote underclasses. Like I you know yeah. I'm watch I'm, as I'm watching something thinking like I was not expecting for for a movie of this time period of this genre with this lead actor. Knowing his <laughs> movies, I was not expecting the women, especially the sex workers, to feel just so human. Just, mm-hmm. just straight up like agency and everything. Like they were just people. They, you know, they were people who lived hard lives, but they were still yeah. people. And you know, yeah. they were just there as like decoration, and they weren't there to. You I know, don't know. Get violence except for Mary. Except for Mary, Which the three-breasted woman. But I feel like so like she's the one who's most on display. Absolutely. Yeah. Quite literally. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but she also, like, doesn't make it through, right? She gets, like, shot. She does. Oh, she, yeah. Absolutely. I don't, like, yeah. I, I'm not saying, like, they don't, they, they, they don't become victims of violence, but I think there's, they're even, even in that, they're fighting back. Like, there's a struggle, and they're, and they're active participants in the struggle. Like, they're grabbing guns, and they're, and they're joining the shootout. Yeah, um, I it just was feel more like than she I expected. didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah. No, you're we right We also, we're lacking a trademark Verhoeven co-ed shower scene. True. Yeah, that's and true. And there were no dicks. Yeah. True. But, you know, that's so yeah, it's interesting that you bring that you mention that just because I feel like Verhoeven in particular has kind of a reputation for objectification of women. Oh, yes. You know, and especially like, you know, you know, Sharon Stone is in this film, but her most probably more well-known Verhoeven role was in Basic Instinct. Where oh, like, that was for I didn't know that was for Hoven. Yeah, yeah I didn't which is like a huge, like there's a hugely problematic thing, and I I don't know too much about the story, but you know, famously, there's a scene in that movie where Sharon Stone uncrosses her legs, and it's a low angle shot, and she's not wearing panties. Yeah, you can see all of it, and, and she was see, told that it wasn't gonna. She was told that you weren't gonna see that. Oh, by Verhoeven. So there's he like, also apparently he released a rape comedy a few years ago. So Verhoeven's oh, uh, he's problematic. Yeah. I wound up reading up on him after a friend of mine was like, "Yeah, I really his movies are great, but I just can't because he's such a piece of shit." And I was like, "Oh, yeah." I saw someone maybe it was on your thread, Caitlin. Someone shared an article that listed off the controversies. But yeah. I don't think they realize that that article actually, po- like posts, like it. It also they all, it offers arguments in defense of it. Yeah, I um, noticed. That I, th- too. I think I so. Like, it. yeah, I think I think ultimately the takeaway for me with Verhoeven is that he 
tends toward the satirical, even on things that are just such treacherous ground that he probably shouldn't be treading on. Yeah. Mm. And I think he, he assumes, he assumes too much of him, you know, of his ability to, to tread on that territory. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it shouldn't be a problem. You know, why, why wouldn't I make a, make a satire about, about this? Why, why not make a rape comedy? I, you know, like it's subtle, you know, just if it's not, if it's too subtle for some people, it's not my problem. It's like, well, it's your, you have a certain authorial voice and you are from a certain privileged background, you know, in our society. So it doesn't come across the same way, but yeah. So, uh, agreed that he's problematic. Yeah. Well, and, and it, regardless, like, of that particular article, the him pulling this shit on Sharon Stone is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that's like just straight up just being a bad person. That yeah. is absolutely. I think that's wrapped up in the whole like in just this feeling of like I guess almost entitlement. Like yeah, yeah. I can I could get away with it. if I did this to a guy, it would be all right. It's like well, that's a different that would be a different situation. I feel like there's that mentality at play, and that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, and it's not that he included a shot in the film that that showed someone's vajayjay it's that he told that person that he wasn't going to include that shot in the film right and that's the problem right yeah but anyway regardless of his perhaps personal issues the dude makes a mean movie yeah i know arnold brought him in specifically for this movie because arnold <gasps> liked robocop so much and he brought in like one of the one of the writers because i guess there was a like the the script for this for this movie had been around since the 80s bouncing around bouncing around originally would have included Richard Dreyfus or Patrick Swayze in the lead role. And then a later iteration would have Dreyfus? starred Richard William Dreyfus. Hurt. That doesn't fit. That, those, are, <laughs> those are very different. Can you imagine Richard Dreyfus operating that, um, that jackhammer? Well, it would have been a very different movie, I bet. <laughs> Though yeah, I would Arnold be interested to see Patrick it. Swayze in it. That would be a different Swayze, kind of... Swayze makes sense. Yeah. Because Swayze's more like built romantic interest creature than I think of as Richard Dreyfus being. Although at well, the same time you can see Richard Dreyfus as like of course he's some schlub. He's Richard Dreyfus. So it's almost more unbelievable that he might secretly be a spy. Whereas you look at Swayze or Stewart, no, Swayze or Schwarzenegger and you go, yeah, I could see them being a spy. Whereas like I, yeah, it would be kind of like more like, wait, what? R R Richard Dreyfus is kicking the shit out of people? I mean, it also depends very much on what kind of a spy you are. Like, you know, I read that mm -hmm. story, and the story is the guy is very, very much just kind of an everyman. Like, True. he works not not yeah. in a construction company, but, you know, just as a clerk somewhere. Mm. And he's just so normal that when you unearth that he's a spy, it's like big fucking news. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it just so happens that your guy that turns out to be a super spy is, like, one of the most ripped people yeah. on the planet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they could have tweaked that else for someone like him. Disgusted by his fucking protein shake making? No. I didn't even what did he I didn't even I notice. I was not paying attention to that. Yeah. There was a scene where he was just making protein shakes and like shoving shit in there and I was just like, what is happening? Yeah, he like grabs a handful of oats or something and throws no, yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. I mean Which nowadays that's just normal. A friend of mine from from high school for a brief time got really into bodybuilding. Not the actual act of building his body but the idea that he wanted to build his body so he <laughs> bought so arnold has a like a, he wrote a massive like book about bodybuilding mm -hmm. and like is it, it just called like, human growth hormone the book <laughs> no it's like it's got like uh recipes and it talks about like how to set up a gym routine and it's like it but it's like a book that's like this thick damn that as is thick as one of arnold's pecs yeah, I'm just thinking and my friend about had it, and like he'd murder. like 
he like what? he and he didn't quite understand things like he would bring the book with him to the gym as if he was going to like reference it while he was working out or something. I, I don't know. I mean, at least carrying around that fucking tome was a workout. Yeah, I was going to say, true. he was lifting that instead of like dumbbells. So my point is, I, I, Arnold definitely knows how to make a protein shake, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though, in regards to uh, the everyman thing, that too was originally, before they settled on Arnold, they had actually wanted to cast someone very average looking as the terminator because again the idea was supposed to be he's this mm. undercover murder robot and he's going to be less noticeable if he's like i, I don't remember who it was going to be but if it was like richard dreyfus and all of a sudden he lifts up that biker and throws him across the room you go oh shit mm. whereas when mm. arnold does it you're like well that was mean but i see how he did it mm. so it's a kind of a similar thing before they say eh, fucking arnold arnold and even great with with Swayze, I could see the angle that I would I would like the angle that I would think to go with with someone like Swayze would be sort of the haplessness of it because he would be good at like seeming like a hapless you know harmless lunk like lunkhead yeah yeah I could see that but still looks really good with his shirt off truth when they because they did a I haven't seen it but they remade this movie yeah, yeah seen the remake either. With, with Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell it was Colin Farrell yeah. Yeah, and so Kate he's... Beckinsale, Brian Cranston, and here's our st- another Star Trek reference, John Cho. Oh! Who is, is that? That's a new uh, Sulu. Yeah, new Kelvin, Lou. Kelvin Oh, Sulu. right, right, right. New Lou. <laughs> um, I did find it funny, speaking of his buffness there, that like in the scene where they're, him and his buddy are talking at the uh, construction, construction site, gig? you know, everyone's got safety equipment on and long sleeves. Except them, because they've got a top, and also Arnold's wearing this, like, really tight t-shirt with really short sleeves, so you can just see his arms working that jackhammer, like, oh yeah. For those of you that <laughs> that kind of thing, here it is. Mm. I think that's gotta be bad for both your ears and your fertility. Yeah, probably. Jackhammer. I mean, his well, you dick wasn't your dick in it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like if your whole body is being, like, hard vibrated by that thing, it yeah. can't be good for the balls. The testicles. Yeah, good point. Especially on top of the HGH. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, try that's it. True. <laughs> Recall is very interesting. Mm. Yeah, the whole idea of it is interesting. Except for all the people they apparently keep killing with it. Yeah, well, they lobotomize people. <laughs> this honestly, just once. I feel like I feel like too, like too many elements uh, in this movie are resonating particularly like with with our current times, and so that one I was like, yeah, they would. That's like the you know recall as a as a corporation would just be like, well, we'll just send that to corporate. They have you know the medical division. They'll you know come you know they'll do their own investigation. They'll, they'll do a cover up. They'll do a settlement payment, and they'll quietly mm. hush it up. Maybe they'll do a rebrand, call it something else. It'll re it'll reemerge, and it'll be something different. That's of why course. it's recall with a K now. Mm. There you go. The C. They had to do that the rebrand. C. It's like all well, they, the it's like all the uh, different medications that they have to keep rebranding. Did they yeah, actually yeah. nearly lobotomize a guy, or was that just the story the friend at the construction site told? Because they knew if he went there, it would rejigger uh-huh. his memories. It's well, true. when when Arnold brings it up uh, at Recall, the salesman's like, "That's ancient history." Yes, so that no, apparently I know. I just, it, it did happen. They did they did fry somebody. See, I yeah. thought where you were going with that was did that really happen, or is it a liberal hoax? <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, there was a few things like the body scanner that I thought was really cool that oh, they have yeah. to walk through to get on got the subway. Oh, yeah, we got that. Terrible, you, get, you, can't, you, get a, you go on an airplane, you're going to walk it. through that thing. I, 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 I thought 
the effect was done fairly well. It was so funny. The as graphic hell. of the X-ray. Oh, it looks yeah. so dumb. Yeah, I mean for nineteen ninety though. That was pretty good for ninety. I thought the animation was actually fairly decent too, considering yeah. like it didn't feel over. Like it's a problem with animating is sometimes it can feel unnaturally smooth or something. It, it kind of felt a little accurate-ish. Like it didn't. It, there was nothing that set off my um, uncanny valley. Like the movement is wrong sensor. Oh, it did for me because the moment when he turns from looking in profile in one direction mm. to turning and looking in profile in the other direction did not look like the way a human body would do that. Mm, that's fair. Does anybody know was that scene hand hand drawn or was it like CGI? I didn't that, look it up. No idea. That mm. looked. I would. I would guess hand drawn. I could be wrong though. They actually, you know, honestly, they actually did just set up an enormous X-ray machine and inject the actors with like radioactive fluid. They are all very ill now. Yeah, and what I thought was interesting is that the bug that was in his head <laughs> didn't show up on that. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, you'd think, because that thing was big. That thing was like, you know, ping pong ball size. Way too big God, to come out your so nose. Yes. Up. But, you know, that's another one of those, like, face horror things, right? Like, that was yeah. an awesome practical effect. Oh, my God. Ripping that thing out of the nose. Really yeah. visceral. Man, I used to have... So a that, ping pong ball that, you shoved up your nose? Jake! No, but that, that uh, I, you take a laser pointer and you put that up your nose and you can make that effect. <laughs> that's Jesus. That is true. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> No, I, I fucking love, like, all of the zingers that Arnold delivers. And they're all, like, too late for the guy he's just wasted to even hear them. So they're, yep. they're all falling on it dead is, ears, basically. It is for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's James Bond-style spirey. Yeah. Having lots of one-liners for your dead foe. Yeah. Yeah, it's... this was just a trial run for uh, him playing Mr. Freeze. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Frosty! It, it's, it's his... Cool off. Yeah, it's his coping mechanism to deal with the horror of, like, you know, because his memories are all bejangled. He's not used to killing people. It's how he's keeping his mind intact. Yeah, he still thinks of himself very much as Quaid. He never, never once in the whole show seems to have any connection with Hauser. No. And even, like, the other characters, like, there came to be a point where I started wondering, like, wait, why are the other characters still calling him Quaid and wanting him to be Quaid? Yeah. Why aren't they calling him Hauser as much as I think they probably should be? Mm. Mm. Well, especially, like, um, you know, Cohagen, who's, like, old buddies with yeah. Hauser, supposedly. Well, Cohagen's not in the conspiracy, though. Yeah, but he called, but, he, no, and he was having a private conversation with... Oh, yeah. With, like... With Richter? Ironside there. Yeah, yeah Richter. Richter. You know, he called them Quaid. I think Richter called him Quaid, too. It does feel like if anyone would mockingly call him, um, Hagen? Hauser. Hauser, rather. Like, after the big reveal, you think it would have been Cohagen. Mm. You know, just really drive home the fact that, like, Quaid is an illusion. Yeah, and Melina only knows him as Hauser, supposedly, right? So, Mm. yeah. yeah. Like, when she first meets him in this movie, she's like, Hauser. He's like, I'm not Hauser, I'm Quaid! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i find it very in- inconsistent how much they were calling him quaid by the end even uh even quato was calling him quaid as he was dying <laughs> well it's because i mean because he'd been reading his mind and in, in his mind he is still just quaid at that point that's true oh, that's you know point. like he does not yeah. think of himself as hauser mm. the hauser memories are still buried mostly buried deep. somewhere 
How many of those videos did Hauser make for himself, do you think? Is there just a room full of them that I could watch? <laughs> if oh, you're seeing one. this video, it means we need a new toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to get yourself medium, medium bristles. You hit soft. <laughs> Hey, buddy. So, if you're watching this one, pulling out the bug went sort of weird, and now we have half a nose. So I found a plastic surgeon who can fix it. Oh my god, Chris, like, your, your accent is impeccable. Thank yeah, you. Your, your, your you Arnold sort of sound really like good. Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't do Arnold. I shouldn't have tried, but here we are. But yes, well, I'd, like, got you covered. I'd like to think it's like that uh, you, old Ames. Dana Carvey sketch. Yes. Where he's um, recording. Oh. Huh? No, That's no. Right. He's uh, he's I want to say he's Ted Koppel or oh, something. Gerald Ford or whatever. Yeah, and he wants oh. to go on vacation, and he's like recording all possible major news stories so that it's not his like vacation coverage reporting it. And so they're on like presidential deaths, and they're on to Gerald Ford, and it's like Gerald Ford dead today at the age of eighty-two. And, like, the causes of death keep getting more and more ridiculous. YouTube it. It might... Last time I looked, it wasn't there, but it was on other sites. Actually, since then, Saturday Night Live has put a lot of their stuff online officially, so it might be there. Were they Netflix Mm -hmm. or Hulu? Oh, I just mean they put a lot of clips online. Oh, fair enough. Like, on YouTube and stuff. It's also probably streaming. But yeah, I I want to see the Hauser version of that. Just increasingly bizarre, like... You know, if you're watching this video, it's because my left kneecap has been blown off. <laughs> I've got the crunches. You have a towel wrapped around your head. Yes, that was good. <laughs> yeah. So, How much did Victor know about what was going on? Because his wife was Lori playing mm-hmm. Quaid's wife. Was that his wife or just like his girlfriend or something I don't know. where i looked wife? it up on where i looked it up online it said wife so maybe mm. i don't yeah, know if it's ever indication. actually established but I, like like why would he why would his wife agree to do that good money into that i mean she's yeah. assigned like, to it would yeah. she just have to be quaid's wife forever well it sounded like cohagen had a plan that he was going to bring him back eventually yeah he just yeah. didn't tell richter that yeah but yeah richter like, must have known like yeah, but what did Richter think? Did Richter think Lori was just going to be his perpetual wife? Maybe he'd been told they were, that it was eventually going to be dealt with, but they didn't explain how. Mm. Maybe he thought one day he'd just get to kill him. Mm. Yeah, there was a couple moments in this movie where I'm like, wait, so why did Cohagen leave Hauser alive? Why bother going through all this trouble of like recreating a life for him, getting that construction worker job, getting Laurie ready to plow, all this stuff when he could have <laughs> killed him? And then you realize later on, oh, it's because he had, you know, a, he knew that this would be a way to get to Quato. Yeah. But then you realize Richter would also be wondering why the fuck keep him alive this whole time. Well, the other thing that is doesn't make a lot of sense to me, right, is so Hauser already had the trust of the Martian resistance, right? Like, Melina already trusted him. Quato probably already trusted him. As Hauser, undercover, without any kind of memory wipe, why did he need to oh, wipe his memory? Because Quato could read his mind. Yeah, he never met Quato as Hauser. And had Hauser met Quato, Quato would have realized oh, it was Oh, that's all right, that's right. Yep, yep. It is pretty, um, actually pretty ingenious. That yeah. Is, but yeah. then again, you could still do all that. You don't need him to have this life on Earth. 
you know, for weeks and months or however long. And you don't, and you certainly don't need to stage this whole elaborate escape and risk killing him several times. Well, so, so Jake, here's the uh, sort of chief automatic out this movie has for any kind of weird question. Because it was all part of the story, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I get that. Ah. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's part of mm-hmm. that, that implant. But yes, that does give them kind of like a get out of plot holes free card. Yeah. So that a lot of things they can go like, like there's stuff that like, maybe this was a legitimate clue. Maybe we actually fucked up, but we get to go. Oh, yeah. That, I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> they wave their hands around. Their long three fingered chicken wing looking hands. Yeah. Okay. So speaking oh. of hands. All right. Hands. So a lot of the Martians are like. Mutants. Deformed, and we're told it's because of the bad air that Cohagen's been pumping. It's in. also, I think, the radiation that because Mars doesn't or, yeah, have the, the a domes atmosphere. are bad. They're not. Yeah. They don't provide shielding. Well, especially, so, like, especially yeah. the early domes were particularly bad. Yeah, and we see that, like you know, a lot of them have like deformities on their faces and things like that. But they're also have developed like X Men abilities, yeah, like psychic. ESP and shit. Yeah. So, but Benny. Straight up has an alien arm. Yep. Like he's 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 that's not like he has a like a mutated arm. He's like that is straight up the arm and the hand that is supposed to go into the alien start button at the end of the movie. Right? Was it? I don't I know about the, that. The alien start button had four fingers. Yeah, he has. Did he's it? got three. Yeah, yeah. and they're really, had... really long and spindly. Yeah. No. But yeah, it's I not human. Whatever he has yeah. is not. Yeah, his mutation is unique. Well, particularly because, like, most of the people with mutations seem to just have, like, half their face looks like a birthmark, and they can guess your weight or some carnival <laughs> shit. <laughs> she, yeah. The little girl's like, I know you're wearing blue jockeys. Ooh. How did you know? <laughs> That's amazing, Caitlin. There's a hole in the back of your trousers. Oh, Aww. damn it. We got a uh, Hank from... Uh... Breaking Bad. Oh, we did, the, yeah. In the bar. Tony, right? Yeah. Hank mm. from Breaking Bad. I have seen, like, the first Dean two Norris. episodes. Yeah. Yeah, he was Is the... Hank his little buddy? No. That he hangs H- out Hank... with in the first few seasons? No. Okay, no. then I have no idea. Oh, no, no, that's, um... Hank's his brother-in-law, who's the DEA agent. Oh, okay, I do know who that is. Yeah, no, his friend is... is Jesse or The voice something. of Todd. He was also, Bojack, uh... I think of his name. The... the Corrupt mayor in Under the Dome. Under the oh. fucking dome. Which oh, is uh, the Stephen King show? Honestly, one of the worst television shows ever. Under wow. the dome. I watched, or not watched, Under I read part of that book and I lost I'm certain in this in case it. the book this... is better. Huh? I'm certain that in this instance the book is better. I'm know. sure Stephen it is. Stephen King too, pumps out a lot of garbage. But I lost interest in it really quick. I felt the same way about The Stand, though. Because I thought the stand was going to be more about like how the plague happens, not just the first hundred pages are plague and the rest is like. It's like after the plague, right? After it's like the plague, yeah. It's like yeah. a thousand pages of after the plague, and I'm less interested in that. Mm. Not that anyone Anywho. cares. Caitlin's reading choices corner. <laughs> <laughs> I liked yeah. the sets for the movie, like the ones on Mars or the, all of them. I guess, well, just all of them in general. But I get, but I, I 
was uh i guess surprised i wasn't expecting to find out that a lot of like the the terminal sets like the the terminal scenes were filmed Mm -hmm. in like the mexico city metro like they had just opened that year or not that year not that year i'm sorry they opened it in 1970 i think there was it doesn't matter but like that's so like all the all that gray brutalist architecture was yeah was just was was actual like you know not terminals, but stations, transit stations. It was just uh, the Mexican subway. Yeah, it, that that makes sense. I mean, it it kind of reminded me of like the layout with like those mezzanines and stuff. Kind of mm-hmm. made me think of like a like a mall or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that it that it's like a civic architecture that's repurposed. I, I kind of like how almost everything was shitty. Like even yeah. when he goes to the Ritz Hotel, his room is filthy. Like the but it's, walls well, it's on are Mars, grimy. though. Like, no, this was the Ritz, Ritz on Earth. To Mars. Yeah, this is weird. oh, oh, that. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. No, if anything, yes, hotel. Right. Oh, he went to the Hilton on Mars. That's and right. that was actually a little nicer. But like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So like, even the Ritz, which normally in films is shorthand for a really nice hotel, was a fucking dump. Yeah, it was like a shit, like a shitty. It's like the hotel room that um, Tom Hanks stays in in Big. Oh, big recently rewatched Big. I love I've never seen Big. I was gonna say it's, it's like it's like your hotel room if you fucking went to the Ritz in Silent Hill. Ooh, good. Uh, good. You expect uh, to reach into a toilet and have to find your keys or something. Oh god! To to the next I bet he was paying scene. for that room by the yeah, hour. You know, I don't want to go into a bathroom in Silent Hill. Pyramid Head be waiting for me. Oh, so creepy. One of my great notes: Melina invented the nineties. <laughs> I loved her little getup. It was very, it was so throwback. Mm. It was very 90s, yeah. What year was it supposed to be? Oh, I don't film? know if it has my the head. Future. I don't think they ever gave an explicit year. Yeah, if they did, I Fair missed enough. it, so. I mean, technology-wise, it could be now-ish, you know, like, as seen from... We do from now have huge wall-mounted televisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we do now have a colony on Mars. Yeah, okay, that, we that's do now it. have airport body scanners. Yeah. And uh, I, tracking devices. It, it's yeah. at that point in the future, uh, as seen in many 90s uh, science fiction, where retro CRT looks are in. Mm. You know, it's actually way more advanced than that. They just, to look like a CRT monitor is really hip right now. Um, and that's why they're all over the place. It's probably like 10, 15 years from now. Because <laughs> cassette tapes are huge. Right? I, I not that mm-hmm. long ago legitimately was reading an article about how people are seeking out CRT monitors because it's somehow better for gaming in a way I didn't uh, understand. Yeah, because you well, can play Duck Hunt on it. There's, so the uh, techni- from a technical perspective, a really, a really good CRT monitor is actually probably going to be better than than a really good lcd monitor yeah and that the article explained why i just didn't understand can you explain any why, of Jake? the terminology no because it'll be boring well, there, well I'm, <laughs> not a, if he a, keeps it a under crt is an is a is an analog device right so it's going you're just going to pump signal into it and you're going to get video out of it right whereas a lcd has to interpolate things huh. see enough. what i mean boring you know what's not boring is that they, they're forecasting a new thing in the future, and that's what Uber is going to turn into, which is the Johnny Cab. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, the self-driving the car. fucking will fuck you up if you don't pay. 
Oh, that extra yeah, tracks. fucking blew up. It was great. That was that like tracks. my favorite thing. <laughs> just, oh my god, went like full head spinning exorcism. I'm like, hey, you're fair. <laughs> I had definitely misremembered the Johnny Cab as not just being voiced by Picardo, but Picardo in like makeup to make him look like a plastic band. So like, was, like I, a, was that? A plastic I think that was a band? puppet. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I misremembered, misremembered it. it. Is, as oh, not, you thought it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, you thought it actually was Robert. I, yeah, I had remembered it as being Robert Ricardo done up to look like he was plastic. I mean, it was it was clearly made in the visage yeah. of Robert Picardo. That looks yeah. great. But I, I I had misremembered it as being him and not a puppet based on mm. him. Your your childhood perception and memory made it more of a night, even more of a nightmare than it already was for you. Kind <laughs> of, yeah. Like that's all I remembered was bulging faces and incorrect Johnny Cab. And how many yeah. boobs? Three. So many. And two well, weeks. I like that the Johnny Cab is still two equipped weeks, with yes. a joystick. Just in yeah. case, like, yeah. Like, and you have, but it's not like a joystick that you can, like, it's, it's not like an emergency, oh, the Johnny Cab went crazy, I need to grab it thing. You Because you physically have to tear yep. the puppet out of the the thing. It's the yeah. manual steering column, Jake. <laughs> it was the manual steering column, that's true. That's how Riker was going to be involved. he was gonna be a cab driver but then someone who looked like jake but 30 years ago was like you think jonathan frakes is a better actor than robert picardo please (laughs) that was an amazing Robert picardo is a better actor than jonathan frakes that is true jake you're telling me that you think robert picardo is a better actor than jonathan frakes Oh, yes. I do love Robert Picardo. Yes, I am. As always, I am picturing little Jake as just Jake's current head on a child's body, complete with the beard. You're not far off. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much true. I mean, the Grinch had a beard when he was little. True. The Grinch. So the Martians, eh? Which ones? The aliens what? that built that pyramid? As they were no, they the... the Martians or were they other people? Like colonizers. Venusians. Mm. Platonians. The fucking... Fucking... uh, Competitors to the the column people from 2001. The Gauld. It was kind of funny that you mentioned Venusians, though, because when we were talking earlier about how these mutants became mutants and was it radiation and shit, all I could think of was how... Like, wasn't it some... Venusian bacteria or other that started uh, the Night of the Living Dead or something? No, it was uh, a space comet. Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. A space comet? Unlike all those Earth comets? It was a comet. We have Earth comet. It's for cleaning toilets. That's (laughs) that's from the... Wow. The the Ramiro version. That's like in the public domain, so everyone can release their own DVD copy of it. Yep. I'm just saying... If comet radiation can make zombies, Mars radiation could do anything. That's hmm. true. It's fair. Uh, you're probably right. But yeah, that, that's the that's thing, though. We don't know if those aliens were the original Martians or if it's, you know, something else. Yeah. Well, maybe it was another species that was trying to terraform Mars. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. it feels like they would have done it then. Like, it feels like this was, this was being left behind for a reason. Again, sort of like a, it's like, look, 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 look. You know those assholes from Two Systems Over? They leave those weird plinths, and people find them, and there's a whole big mind. That's dumb. We're going to be really straightforward. We're going to build a pyramid. It's going to be a button. They're going to 
turn a planet breathable. Bada bing. We're the mm. normal guys. We're the cool ones. Come join us. Not the shitty plinth people. They're assholes. But why would you like go through all the trouble of building that and then not do it? I yeah, just kind of feel like Copenhagen or whatever the fuck his name is shows Copenhagen. up and like kills them when they're in the middle of it or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like otherwise I would have just hit the button. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Um, because I wondered that myself. I, like the the best I could think of is well, maybe something happens, some catastrophic event. Their society like just suddenly flood the planet at the last minute, or maybe Ast- they asteroid ha- they or need ice to- age. Yeah, or famine, or disease, or oh, political well, event back home. Cohagen has these excuses that he's telling Quaid, you know, don't turn it on because the way that it will work, it will, you know, it will make the air breathable, but it will destroy the planet at some point. I don't oh, know if it's yeah. like an eventual thing yeah. or what. And the thing is, like, we see, you know, the air becomes breathable. All of a sudden, there's, like, porpoises and dolphins and all this thing. Um <laughs> Probably not. This might be my, just my imagination. Nature is healing. But all of a sudden, like, the place is okay to to live on, but you don't know what the actual long-lasting effect of this technology is going to be. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, you probably should listen to Cohagen a little, at least a little bit, because you don't know <coughs> if this thing's going to hollow out the planet, and now you're going to have a breathe- breathable atmosphere, but nothing to stand on. Well, it's got to be better for the people was... that are there right now, though, right? Yeah. Huh? I was just saying it's oh, yeah, be it's, better it's for the certainly better for the there. colonists that well yeah right because you know Cohagen was making money by selling air hmm. by you oppressing know. the people yeah, yeah. and basically yeah. you know he owned the planet for all intents and purposes it's very Rango hey, I don't know this doesn't really feel like uh, at all relatable to real life though no <laughs> mm. well I think too his real concern was that it was going to use up whatever fictional mineral it was he was mining. So it's not necessarily going to destroy the world, it's just going to destroy his profits. Aww. Yeah. Like he destroyed um, those fish, that prick. Yeah, poor the poor fish. goldfish. And I bet those were real goldfish. Yes. They were not CGI. I just mean... Did they scoop them back up? Did they, like, they really they have kill someone goldfish? Whose job, there's got to be someone whose job it is. Be like, okay, we're filming the fish, we're filming the fish. All right, Randy, save the fish! Save the get fish! Get the fish! It's still mean. Yeah, it's kind of... Oh, Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, like, a fish can't consent to that. And if they could, they wouldn't. No. They also don't consent to being eaten, and people still do that. There's a difference when you're doing a thing because it's for your own survival versus, like, it's going to look really sake. cool when we suffocate these fish. <laughs> Maybe they ate the fish afterward. No, we don't, don't know. eat goldfish. You do on a dare. They're delicious. They're the the snack that smiles back, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer (sighs) Cheez-Its. I don't. That's a lie. Goldfish are superior. Yeah, they're not really. They're they're both for different. Although both cheese snacks, they are for different needs. Mm. Mm, I can accept that. With different needs. Salty or not. They meet my needs. Flavor, texture. Yeah, how Mm. salt levels. How much it smiles back. Yeah, one you smiles know, back. I was always a fan of the, the... Do they still make the pretzel goldfish? Oh, I hope I not. So. Yeah, I think they might. See, I, I thought those were great. I just don't like pretzels I I a them. lot. Oh, what? Okay. Well, it's a that's, failing that's of problem. me. Damn. I like the fresh, soft ones. Like, you put, like, a mustard mm. on it or some shit, but I don't cheese really like sauce. hard pretzels like that much. beer cheese. Unless mm. you cover it in I'm chocolate. I'm very hungry. God damn it, guys. Dip it or some shit. Ooh. Yeah, anything covered in chocolate with mini M&M's is pretty good. Yeah, that's that's fine. Those are good. You don't taste the pretzel so much then. 
Anyway, back to back to this alien conspiracy. Yeah, so we flood we flood the the planet. It's it's breathable now, and like in a half a second, Hauser and Melina are okay again, and their faces are fine, and yeah, they don't no, even have like a like a pop up blood vessel in the eye. Or yeah, anything. no scarring. Yeah, that should be the thing. Like the day was saved, but their faces are still all like puffy. It's like <laughs> it'll probably go down in a week, maybe. Nope. Now that they was look Melina. Like Does anybody have life? an ice pack? <laughs> <laughs> Well, like the whole point they're trying of trying to kiss, you know, the oh. reason their faces are exploding is because there's zero or, air pressure. Thing, there is an atmosphere on Mars. I was thinking the same so, thing. Like, like, but I don't, I don't think you can breathe on Mars. No, but I no. also don't think that your face would explode that. I mean, what's way. the what's the atmospheric pressure though? So I looked it up. Good, because it was I'm annoying. Glad you did. <laughs> Apparently, it is an intensely thin atmosphere. That so. Good. At the very least, if you were indoors and a wall was punctured, you probably would have explosive decompression. Mm. I couldn't get a clear answer on whether or not being outside would cause you to go through full, like, vacuum-style suffocation or just regular suffocation, though. Like, it does feel like you die, totally. But I don't think you'd go through, like, head explodey craziness i well, think. I, I don't you know if you go through that anyone want in, to a, go in the, the vacuum Mars? anyway because earth Cause of, sucks yeah, did you, yeah, see but, earth? yeah. Did you see how the whole shitty the hotels fucking, on earth are okay but if you open a window here on earth your fucking blood doesn't boil yes. reading the news blood boils yeah. but, mm, nice god fuck mars one thing though is like i would figure if enough air is co- being blown out of that mountain to bring up the atmospheric pressure to normal levels and breathable air. Yeah. I feel like the storm that that would create would be a lot more violent than what we saw. Yeah, like, I feel like, like that like, would be instant. There was like one wave something. of air that blew out the windows in the dome. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and the- then it was just like a, a nice spring day well see you're right though before before it cuts out there are some clouds gathering so i think they're about to get noahed no hmm. maybe yes that's right the, you don't see is the epilogue to the movie where Everyone everyone drowns. still dies yeah. yes oh, no. especially the people in the like shittiest underground parts well, yeah because it looked like you know the, the, the way that okay that machine now. worked was like it was like <laughs> melting some kind of glacier yeah right yeah or like you know sublimating it so there we go oh, the, the, or the ice cap yeah it becomes That's flooded in the weird radiation mutates the fish and mars becomes the whole home of hyper intelligent goldfish people i would go to that mm. one but they still have 30 second memories <laughs> uh. maybe benny was like half crab man and that's why his arm was so weird ah. oh god i saw this thing on reddit yesterday or two days ago uh, someone apparently tried to smuggle crabs in their luggage. <laughs> and luckily, the crabs lived. Oh, I was going to say live crabs? Unluckily for the guy, he his died. bag done popped open on the carousel. So oh, it was just people filming yes. as all these crabs started skittering off the carousel, being like, fuck, oh, I guess the fuck away from me. I'm a crab. <laughs> How many crabs are we talking about? Were they there? Huh? Was the crab with the knife there? Sadly, no, you can't no. take that on an airplane, Caitlin. <laughs> you can if you mm. check it, Liz. <laughs> but the yeah, crab so can take it. There is a bunch of crabs <laughs> running around on this carousel and on the ground near it. That's so sad. I'm so sad for those crabs. I mean, they live. No, those, so are you kidding me? Those I crabs mean. are on an adventure and they finally got free. They're good to go. Yeah, but 
They're like, I'm going to, where's the, where's the nearest taxi stand? Yeah, I'm going to go check in my hotel. Their lunch. Oh, that's probably true. Actually, though, speaking of half crab people, I was thinking, based on sort of what we were talking about last week. Oh, shit. No, this is out of order. In the future. In the, the future, we're, we're going to talk about, we were talking some about episodes next week. of Star Trek where there are half-breed love children's crab people. And, and I was thinking, we were talking about, you know, if we this We'll be was... talking about. Huh? No, no I'm talking about right now, not okay. in the future. We were just talking about, like, potentially that Cohagen showed up while the aliens were building or whatever. Maybe there was an occupation. Maybe maybe somebody fucked one of those spindly-fingered aliens, and that's how you get Benny with his weird arm. Mm. Well, we they did mention in one scene <clears throat> that how old the machine was, and they said, like, half a million years old. Oh, probably not. That's not what happened then. Mm. Cohagen's really old. It could be. <laughs> or, or he knows the secret to time travel. Mm. Slinging his ship around the sun. Yeah. Yep. At warp eleven. That's like day two lesson at the academy. At Don't. the academy, do they also have that double watch where it makes a double of you? Oh, I forgot. Oh, that was a really fun watch. scene. Yeah. Cla- classic James Bond shit where all the kit gets used. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like you, you knew it was gonna come back up when you saw it the first time. He's like, "What the fuck is this thing?" I didn't even remember it happening previously. Oh, it was like, uh, "Oh, do you think I'm Quaid?" I am! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So good. Uh, yeah. So cheesy, but so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no, it God. is like, it's like the last great 80s action movie in 1990. Well, it was All probably the the production in 89. The yeah, absolutely. Oh. oh, yeah. But, like, uh, just the, the two-week sequence, like, as soon as it starts, I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this is just as delightful as I remember, if not better. Just it's just as quotable. It's just as just it's just so much like all of the like get ready for a surprise. I'm like this is <laughs> insane, and I love mm. it. Let's keep going. Yeah, it's nuts. I feel like definitely definitely top film. We've been avoiding talking about Kudo or whatever the fuck his name is. Quato. Quato. What did you want to say about? Talk about. I just feel like they just stapled the fucking child's play doll to somebody's stomach and was like, "Here we go. <laughs> that looks good." <laughs> how does he hide that? How does how does George hide Quado under his I think, shirt? I think I think I think Quad I think the implication is that Quado like like is he's a he's a he's a grower, not a shower. Yeah. In that like when he's not out, Quado's just like buried inside, and then buried when he alive. opens up his shirt, the foreskin <laughs> kind of peels back, and Quato emerges. See, uh, Quato mm. uh, doesn't have a skeleton. He's supported by a series of fluid-filled <laughs> bladders, which he can then uh, push the fluid out as we can tuck back in. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 uh, so yeah, I don't. I think I don't think Quato is always there under the shirt. I think he's yeah, it's like when collapsible. He, like he turned around and the guy was like, yeah. And then in another, oh, I just like, had a massive Quato. Great fucking oh. practical sculpt. The the face of the actor that they made, mm. you know, while they were so that you could, you know, when Quato was out, it was just like this, yeah, this yeah, like really messed up head yeah. that they sculpted. I love it. I love all of it. You're right, though, Ames. He has definitely unintentionally shit himself in letting Quato out before. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Like he's always. It happened once, so he's always got to make sure. Hey, they want to be Quato. Let, let me just hit the head real quick. It's, oh it's, no! Let me get a diaper. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just uh, uh-huh. no. Go ahead. I just had a, the most ran- like the one that one random note in the middle of all my other stuff, which is just when 
when they're trying to convince him that, you know, this, you know, you're, you're still back at recall. This is all the dream. Mm. You know, why don't you take this red pill and it'll all go away? I was like, oh, that's where they got that from, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, they, 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 they got it from the Matrix. Yeah. The now, Matrix. the Matrix oh, might right have here. gotten it from this, though. It, that might have been a nod to Total Recall from Oh, the no, Matrix. that's what I was talking about. I was talking about the I, When I say they, I meant the Wachowskis. Oh, I thought you meant the internet assholes. No, no, no. I know I know they got it from the Matrix. But in the oh, Matrix, yes. the red pill is what took you... Oh, no, I guess no, you're right. It did take you out of, it. It took up. you to the real world. That's right. Yeah. I, I always remember I had, because, I because of the line, why, oh, why didn't I take the blue pill? Mm. Yep, yep, yep. You were right. So what would that pill have done to Quaid, do we think? That's a good question. Killed him. It certainly wouldn't have killed him, though, because I'm sure Cohagen brought Dr. Edgemar on, and Cohagen doesn't want Quaid killed because he needs... He needs to use him in his ploy. I mean, you think maybe he yeah. would have helped to jog his memory somehow, or maybe knocked him Just out to bring him back out. to... Yeah, yeah they knocked no, him I, out I, so that they could surgery him again. Yeah, if we assume he's in the real world, and Cohagen's plan needs to be enacted, it's going to knock him out so they can bring him back to Earth, wipe the past two weeks or whatever it's been, and start over. If he is, in fact, in a dream, it really is going to wake him up in recall. Where they'll be like, here's a voucher, sorry. Yeah, and here's Sharon Stone being your, your awesome wife. And yeah. your schlubby co-worker who you didn't murder. Did you notice uh, mm. Sharon Stone had a wee fit that she was using to play tennis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, so yeah, this already happened cool. then, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> this is in the distant past. <laughs> yep. No, it's, uh, it's going to be like a wee ago. fit revival. Or that, or that, or Microsoft finally got the Connect working. Hey. Please, that, that's too hard to believe. <laughs> Suspension of disbelief is officially over. Then it would be a dream. Uh, apparently, remember when they first came out with one of the one of the Xboxes? Like they tried to say, like, oh, and you know, Connect's going to be a required thing because it's going to count the number of people that are watching a movie, and it's going to like you know, charge you tickets to watch a movie. Well, that yeah, that was when the Xbox One first launched, the Kinect uh, was a required component. Oh, and we all were pissed. I think that was something they, that was threatened or touted or something, but never actually enacted. Uh, I don't think it was I, threatened. I think it was promised, but they just... Well, yeah, heard like the there was so much backlash like, oh, that they okay. decided not to do it. Yeah, and eventually, I think after the first few months of very poor sales, they dropped the required Kinect. <laughs> They were like, all right, you want privacy. We get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that first year or so for the Xbox One was a real big wake-up call for Microsoft. They got a little Mm. cocky. Don't get penis-y, kid. (laughs) Trying to think if there was anything else. Not enough Mark Alamo. Yeah, who was he again? Yeah, that was Lamo. Because I didn't recognize him at the time. He was the kind of the police, the, the chief police officer on Mars, wore a little beret. Yeah, sort of an orangey, yeah. rusted orange beret. That's right. You sent me a picture of him. In the terminal, yeah, okay. yeah. I can envision him now. I yeah. never would have known that was Mark Alamo. I mean, he you just got to look at his, his neck. Makeup. Yeah, <laughs> you can true. tell. You're right. You would have thought that would have been a big giveaway. Yeah, who is that human giraffe? Ah, that's Gold <laughs> Ducat. <laughs> are people are people gonna think he's a mutant? No, no, it's fine. Oh. Just give him a high collar. <laughs> really high though. It's like up to his ears. <laughs> Guys, I think you're overrating this. If you're watching this video, the turtleneck is too high. <laughs> I can't breathe. 
I don't know why that is a thing, but it was good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think we just have to do uh, an audio file of Caitlin just making up a bunch of shit as as how. Oh my god! Can you please? <laughs> can that can that be another fanfic challenge? No, that be that would be a fucking episode. We won't even edit it. We'll just put it up. It will lose its charm eventually. No, nope, disagree. Hard disagree. Right, well, Ames. Nope. I mean Ames. Not Ames. I mean Ames, you too. But Liz, Hi. I'll just give you a private showing. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, me too. Include me. Yes. It yes, I accept this. a tiny dancer. <laughs> Could you do that as, as Arnold? No. <laughs> <laughs> tiny dancer. Yeah, it's, 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 how many dances? That? that was my attempt. Who's the that boss? Was, that was sliced alone, dude. Yeah, I can't do Arnold. I, I, know, I know I can't. Though. Like I honestly, I'm incredibly flattered that I, by comparison, can do Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, oh compared to me, a lot of people can. Wow, thanks for stealing my thunder. You think modern Arnold can do past Arnold? Because I mean, his accent has thinned out over the years. Yeah, I'm That's sure true. you can you can channel that. Maybe he must have watched mm. a couple films of himself first. But if he were just like you know the usual the usual you know trick to bring back your accent, just go home for a while. Yeah, I was gonna say like I know a lot of people who like when they go home to like say they're from Florida, they go, yeah. they come back with a southern accent, and you're like, whoa, where did this come from? It happens to I me a little bit. I used to get bit. that in college when I'd go to I, just to New Hampshire. Mm. I'd come home and come back like, with Why a Florida accent. Like come back. You go to New Hampshire, you come back with a southern accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's the, the south or the north. <laughs> it, nowadays, you go to Florida, you come back with coronavirus. So, oh. and a stupid accent. Better than going to Arizona or uh, California. Mm. Cali's got it bad too. Mm. Yeah, we all do. No, we Massachusetts, have... Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire. A lot of this around here is doing a lot better. Yeah, we'll New see York. What happens in the long run. For now. For now. Yeah. Well, for now. Yeah, until the people saying... from Florida come back up here and yeah. affect oh, don't, everybody. Don't worry. There's going to be a second wave. It'll be worse than the first wave. Typhoid Mary. It's not going to be a second mm. wave. We never got through the first wave, practically. It's true. It's true. Actually, that's, I saw that on Twitter yesterday. Somebody was like, ah, really interesting plan of America to avoid a second white wave by just never letting the first one end. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. This has gotten depressing. Let's talk one, about apparently. the silly movie again. Yeah, one more thing yeah. I have is having all of your windows on Mars be made of glass was probably a bad idea. It's though. a bad Very. idea. A Very. single pane of, of glass, yeah. Especially since we should have transparent aluminum by then. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I love it when Victor's little buddy is he's shouting at him like, don't shoot them right now. You'll, get, you'll take out the windows. Yeah. My, my thought was, he'll only take out the windows if he misses. <laughs> Mm. he's aiming for the people but like also like in the airport or what are the spaceport they had like things that like shutters that closed if there was a a leak but mm. someone has to push the button it doesn't happen automatically yeah so apparently they don't have that everywhere though yeah we never talked about the opening the opening sequence the opening titles i really liked the title with sequence. the red the, the yeah. red font and stuff yeah, and then mm. yeah. it's just like everything. I thought it looked, you know, delightful. Yeah, the look of it actually seemed very reminiscent because it looked like, uh, the way the, the letters kind of faded away, it felt like memories being imprinted on you. Mm. Yes. Mm. That was pretty slick. Nice. I didn't think of that, I, think I like that. that. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a good little romp. I think, again, oh, yeah. like we said, like, I think Robocop, like, has a bit more going on. 
But they're both, you know, good films. This one's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, and Ronnie Cox is just always fun as a villain. Yeah. He's I'm always so a fan cool. of Michael Ironsides. Or Michael Ironside. Yeah. He's just mm. the quintessential 80s villain. What else 80s is he into in? 90s. Uh, I know him from Highlander 2 and... Oh, crap, and other things. He's just so ubiquitous, I can't even think of anything yeah, else. Yeah, he's, he's just one of those, those guys who just shows up, and he's always the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Was he also in RoboCop? No. They no. were considering him for RoboCop for a while, if I remember. For, for the role or for the part that ultimately was played by Red Foreman? For the role of RoboCop. Oh, I was wow. thinking of Red Foreman. See, though. that wouldn't work, because he just he looks too evil. Mm-hmm. Well, they cover um, most of his face as RoboCop. Yeah, that's but, true. That, that, mm. Peter, Peter. And come to think of it, uh, what's his fuck dude that actually played RoboCop? He looks pretty Peter fucking Weller? evil too. Yeah, Peter Weller. See, Peter Weller oh, yeah. when he has when he has hair doesn't look evil. Like when he's Murphy, when he's RoboCop without the helmet, without the hair, he looks kind of scary. But then when it's just his jaw, like he seems trustworthy enough. I also think they like put, made his lips extra pink for some reason. Because I remember them as, like, weirdly pink, and I think it was to make him seem, like, less threatening. Because <laughs> he's like a doll. Well, he is a robot. And a and cop. A cop. <laughs> he's a robocop. So huh, Michael that Ironside... Mean... Does that mean what? Is robocop a bastard? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's true. Although he breaks free of his programming at the end, so maybe not. Like, we don't know. After the seat, you know... Ignoring the bad sequels that missed the point, Murphy may have been like, well, I'm done being a robot cop and a regular cop. I'm going to go run a McDonald's. And then he was robo-manager. <laughs> but he still shot people's dicks off. That's the important point. Well, yeah, because you have to defend yourself in fucking future Detroit. and Especially you know, at McDonald's. If someone's going to try to rob your till, you're going to fucking keep them from doing it. If you're watching this video, we've just had our dick shot off in the Detroit McDonald's. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I think that's the perfect thing to end on. It is. <laughs> all right, well, if you liked that and you want to hear more, that's too fucking bad because that's all you're going to get about Total Recall. But if you like Star Trek flavored things, we do that every week, except when we're doing this. You know what I mean. Most weeks. Most of the time. 99% of the time, it's Star Trek. And right now, we're working on Deep Space Nine. So if you dig Deep Space Nine, you should check that out. If you don't, because you're wrong, you could check out TNG and TOS and the animated series, which we've previously covered. Don't and watch the, future, the animated series. We're going to talk about the rest of it, too. We're going to go on a voyage, Voyager. We're going to follow the faith of the heart and Enterprise and whatever the fuck else comes out. Don't Basically, you groan at Enterprise. It has its flaws, but it's beautiful. I think this podcast will never end. Oh, yeah, well, the theme is, is bad. I don't really, I don't even know that I've heard it. You have. I, I know, I know, Caitlin, I know, um, Caitlin, that Chris has uh, shown it to you. It's a Rod Stewart song. You've, you've probably heard it either way. Oh, I like Rod Stewart. Hot legs! All right. Uh, anyway, if you want to follow us, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, nope, yes. 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 Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, yes. You can also find us on uh, Facebook by searching for A Star to Steer Her By, because that's the name of our podcast. Didn't mention oh, yeah. that, A Star to Steer Her By. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr at SSHB Podcast. 
We have a website at sshbpodcast.com. Currently our Tumblr, maybe someday a website devoted to Total Recall. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a good way to do it. The videos of me doing Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. Beep, 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 beep. I don't know what episodes we're talking about next week because it's the future. Don't worry about it. And I have been Caitlin. I have been Jake. This has possibly been Chris, but I can't be sure. If I recall correctly, uh, this is Ames. Am I Liz? No. <laughs> oh. Maybe. I'm Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-